Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Pekudai Revi'i, the fourth Aliyah in Pasha's Pekudai. The topic of our Aliyah is setting up the Mishkan. It is 11 Pesukim long, running from Perek Lametes, Pasuk Lamet Gimel to Mem Gimel. Let's take a look at a brief overview and then focus on a few points to ponder in our Aliyah. So in our Aliyah we're told that the nation of Israel, upon completing the Mishkan, have brought all the components in front of Moshe. And the oil, the tent, all its vessels, the beams, the crossbe, everything that, that goes into it. And they bring in front of him the covers the, the, of the different skins and, and hairs, all the different things, the paroiches, the dividing curtain, the Ark of the Covenant, the, the kapores, its lid, the shulchan, the table, and its lechem upon him, the menorah, and its, ne- and its nerois. We hear about the golden mizbech, the, the shemana mishcha, the katores, the mosach, this is the curtain in front of the, of the courtyard, the um, copper altar the, and all its various components, the different um, curtains for around the courtyard, all of the necessary components to, to, do, to, to hold together, the, the, the holy clothing, the clothing of Aaron, the clothing of his children, everything was done. Cain also B'nai Israel as Kolavada, the nation of Israel did all of this work. Moshe Rabbeinu sees that the work is done and he blesses them. Very beautiful Aliyah. A few basic ideas to question or understand is why is it that they brought the Mishkan to Moshe? On the one hand, Moshe Rabbeinu was obviously in charge of everything, but why is it being emphasized that it's being brought in front of him? Rashi quotes um, the Medrash Tanchoma, which says that in fact they could not put it together. And Moshe Rabbeinu um, did, did not do any of the actual work. He didn't put it together. He had managers doing that. He had people doing the different pieces. So um, so then he thought that he himself, he's, um, yeah, wanted him to do that, this, but he thought that he didn't have a, the capacity. It's very heavy beams. I mean, it's not so simple. So he said, how can I do this? Uh, and uh, Hashem says, You try Moshe Rabbeinu. And it, uh, what happened was, is he did that, and as he was doing it, it became easy to lift. So he was able to do it miraculously, and that was Hashem giving him a part of this as well. You see an important point over here, the Klayok already points this out, is that you see that there's an and this is the, really our attitude towards any achievements we have in life, which is that we do our part, and Hashem helps us complete that mission together. So it's, we, we do our little piece, and then Hashem helps us with the rest. That's the model what's being described over here as well. Now, what is the bracha that Moshe Rabbeinu gave? Says Rashi, quoting the Midrash Sifra, a very beautiful idea. And that is, he says, Yehi Ratzon, may be here the will, that Hashem shall allow His divine presence to rest on the work of your hands. We're quoting the Pasuk, May the work, the pleasantness of Hashem our God be upon you, and that the work of your hands be established, and let it establish Him. Um, and uh, and this is one of the 11 Mizmorim that Moshe Rabbeinu was responsible for authoring. Remember that Tehillim has 10 primary authors. Obviously, David Melech has most of the authorship, but there are other authors, including them, Moshe Rabbeinu. And one of those is Tehillim, um, the, this, this particular Tehillim, which is Psalm 90, uh, Mizmor Tzadi. And Moshe Rabbeinu composed this, uh, which ref- which mentions this idea of Now, it obviously refers to the work of our hands, but why is this this particular Mizmar? So the Kleakar explains that this, it starts off, the first line actually relates to this, is Tefillah Lemoshe. This is a, praise, uh, a, a prayer of Moses, Ishalakin, the man of God. Hashem Ma'on Vodar. God, you were a place for us throughout all the nations. But 
Before there was the establishment of all these different firmaments, the land, all these different physical, basic, foundational um, existence, you were there. Which is the idea, which is really the struggle of why we need the Mishkan in the first place. Hashem really is the context of all reality. So why is that we need to make Him a place? Because this is a place where this will be the beacon, this will be the place of the Shekhinah. That's the topic of the beginning of this Mizmor, of Mizmor Tzadi, which makes a lot of sense. Similarly, in the next passage, it says, Toshev Enosh Ad Dako, you brought uh, the man down to dust. Adore or to contrition, asking the human beings to come back. What is interesting about, about that is that also refl- reflects the mission of the Mishkan, which if understood as a tikkun, as a correction for the Chet HaEgel, makes a whole lot of sense because in the end of the day, it was, the, the Mishkan was trying to fix the wrongs and ills created by the Chet HaEgel, and that's why this Mizmor is so particularly relevant. It's worthwhile noting that Rav Hirsch points out that the two statements at the end of this, this, uh, the, of this prayer, that the actions of our hands will be established for us, and the actions of our house be established for our Kodesh Baruch Hu. So he says that those reflect both our freedom and our obedience at the same time. Let our actions be good to us, let our actions be good to you. And the combination of both is the greatest bracha. That was the Mishkan, which is essentially creativity harnessed for great obedience. Great creativity harnessed for great obedience. Now, what is the difference between the words used over here in, the, in this Aliyah? You'll notice there's words used to describe the Mishkan as Melacha and Avoida. Melacha and Avoida, both are roughly translated as work in English. What do they actually mean? The Ramban explains that the word Avoida actually means it was work with intent of being service to God. So this wasn't just simply putting two pieces of wood together to create a beautiful structure. This was, in fact, the idea of, of structuring it in our hearts as service for God. What does the word melacha mean? So the Rabbi Machaya says it takes us back to the creation of the earth itself. And we hear that, in as we say, every Shabbos in Vayachulu, and we say, HaKadosh Baruch completed all the melacha, all the creative process of creating this world. So there's not just the avoider in terms of serving God, there's the melacha, which is the, the patterning after the actual creation itself. And that's what's being described over here. With this, we conclude the fourth aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.